0: Johnny Sig and Kevin Perry here, immediate reaction to watching Ryan Garcia versus Luke Campbell today. What's your thoughts, brother? Garcia looked pretty
1: pretty good. I'll give him some credit. He, he got he got his butt off the canvas. Actually his whole back off the canvas and he turned he turned it on and he got the uh, he got the job done. So I, I don't I don't think he's anywhere near being the best lightweight in the world, but everybody's got to start somewhere. Um, It's definitely a a good learning experience for him. He made a pretty good account of himself after getting knocked down, so I I definitely got to give him credit. Uh, Let's see who who his next uh, uh, big-name opponent is going to be.
0: That's the interesting question. My thoughts and takeaway from the fight was, A, I enjoyed it, a lot of entertainment, and a guy like Ryan Garcia, in my opinion, is very good for boxing. Uh, He brings the ladies in the house, which is always a good thing. He's got a big... Social media following, Um, he's got the looks and the charm, the gift of the gab if you will And the thing about Ryan that I took away from this fight is, you know, from an entertainment value standpoint I thought it was very good, he's got a lot of work to do with technique, I'll go there in a second But I was really entertained by the fight, I gotta give Ryan props I'm gonna give you the good before I give you the bad Uh, He got got his ass off the mat like Kevin was saying, that was a, a big shot he got hit with uh, early in the fight, second round, and the way he went down, it, it looked a lot more, you know, uh, damaging than I guess it ended up being to him because he showed resolve, he showed commitment, nuts and guts, intestinal fortitude, etc., cetera, and uh, got himself back in the fight and uh, was sh- uh, shooting great body shots the whole night uh, down to Campbell, which actually slowed Luke down. And I thought that he was a little in, in you know, Ryan Garcia, he was just a little bit too much aggressive in certain spots and he was definitely, he was, def- he was definitely like, uh,
1: he was a little wound up. I mean, he, he really wanted to make a huge statement. I, I think that kind of cost him early. And I think what probably helped him a little bit, he was fighting uh, an opponent who almost seemed to me like when he knocked Garcia down, he was almost like shocked, like surprised that he was able to hit him so clean. And I think Garcia has a lot to work on as far as, like, his defense, uh, his head movement, um, how he kind of switches up the velocity on his punches, at, as um, John was telling me uh, uh, earlier while while I was watching it. So, um, it's, but, but sometimes these fights are, are good for young fighters. They're like a wake-up call that you need to go back to the drawing board and kind of figure out the negative parts of your game and um, things you need to work on and... I think that probably, hopefully, will help him moving forward because there's going to be some big fights coming up. I, I don't know if I would put him right away with another top guy, but I think maybe a, a Devin Haney fight actually would be a good fight for him. Although Devin Haney is uh, kind of a difficult style, you know, like a boxer guy that's going to be moving all the time, um, not loading up on shots, not. Um, And I I think Campbell was actually a really good opponent. The problem with Campbell to me was um, a very good boxer, but he wasn't moving a whole lot. He was just kind of standing right in front of uh, Garcia the whole time. Um, Very good counterpuncher, but he's not a counterpuncher mover um, like Devin Haney. Devin Haney is a counterpuncher. But he moves a lot. He's not going to just be standing right in front of you the whole time, um, trying to kind of exchange with you the same way that um, Campbell was. And I and but that might have been partially like a strategy that they had. They they felt that you know we're we're coming from England, we're in a, another country, and we got to figure out a way to win close rounds. And I think if you're coming from another country where the you know the um, the deck is stacked against you. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of make a little bit more of a statement. So so in that sense, I, I think um, that was obviously, to me, the game plan. He wasn't looking to run, um, but I've seen him in other fights where he kind of does move a little bit more. But this was a um, about where both guys were coming to really win the fight. It, nobody was looking to try to steal rounds. I mean, they were throwing hard punches the whole way throughout. So, I mean, I was, it was definitely a, a much more entertaining bout than I was expecting. And and Campbell, his his stock didn't necessarily rise to me, but I think as far as, like, the quality of the type of fighter he is, I mean, he definitely proved that he's at the top of the weight class. And Garcia proved that, you know, at his young age, he has a lot to improve on, but he definitely has um, a huge future if he can kind of shore up some of these inadequacies that he has. But some of them have punching power. I mean, that makes up... Uh, for
0: a lot of the um, the flaws that you have. so He's got so, very good punching yeah. power. And the thing is, too, uh, now today, a lot of street cred. You know, some haters out there are going to say, oh, he got dropped in the second round. He's chinny. He got nailed with a big shot, and he got his ass up. And another thing about that, too, is that, again, go back to what I just said about street cred. We want to see champions. We want to see guys that are fighters learn how to get off the mat. All the greatest fighters yeah. had to do it at some point. Cool. We just want to see great fights. That's it. So
1: it, it's kind of the mentality is um, people who don't watch boxing, for the most part. I mean, casual fans they just want to see something that resembles a street brawl. Like you know, when you go to the nightclub and you see uh, two people who are just look like they're on roller skates out there throwing punches at each other. That's kind of what excites fans. So absolutely, um, I'm more than I'm, I'm welcoming. Uh, Ryan Garcia to the big time of boxing. I mean, I wish him all the best, and hopefully he fights some of the other top guys out there. They're all young. Uh, Teofimo Lopez, oh, uh, Ta- yeah. Tank Davis, uh, so Devin you, Haney. Yeah. I would think Garcia is kind of gonna be uh, one of those guys where you're gonna see him a little bit at 135, and he's so tall. He's 510. I'm, well, I'm sure we'll eventually see him at Walter weight or even 154 pounds if he keeps winning, but at the same time, he doesn't necessarily need to keep winning. If he's given people exciting fights where you know he gets he gets knocked down and he gets up and he gives as good as he gets, I think he has a a very long career. He, he's kind Absolutely. of reminding me right now. Absolutely. Of, um, I'm I'm kind of seeing him as. This generation's
0: version of Fernando Vargas, what, what do you see? What, what do you think about that? I, I think that's cool. I, I, I think more De La Jolla because of the looks and because of like the intrigue with the social media. Yeah. It, whenever you saw a guy like Sugar Ray Leonard is a great example, yeah. or, you know, Muhammad Ali, they were crossover stars. Ryan Garcia has that potential, in my opinion, to be a crossover yeah. star.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm just referring more to the. Um... The fighting style, like uh, the personality, oh ferocious! Sure, seems sure, a little bit sure. more like uh, Fernando Vargas. Obviously, like the uh, the look, the appeal to you know the uh, the mainstream um, <clears throat> casual fan. Mm-hmm. That's kind of more like De La Hoya. But I, I think the, the fighting style, yeah. the vulnerability, the the attitude of um, going out there more like um, trying to go out there and brawl.
0: Oh, people love I, I, that.
1: Yeah, I, I see him more in that mold of Fernando Vargas and De La Hoya. I think De La Hoya, to me, was a much more polished kind of fighter coming up than what oh, i have seeing from absolutely. Garcia. Absolutely.
0: But- I mean, De La Hoya had all the tools, man. We saw you know, early on, and then especially when we saw fights like the Ike-Corte fights and the Chavez fights and all that kind of stuff, yeah. the versatility and explosiveness of De La Hoya, especially I mentioned the Corte one, you know, with that 12th round with Delahoya yeah. just pinned him against the ropes and just started swinging and firing away. And Garcia tried doing that. It, what was that? The f- fourth round, I think it was. Maybe um, fifth round today. Yeah. Where he went after Campbell. And he... he, he we got to put it out there. He shot his load, as yeah. everyone talks about. So he went out there, and then after 30 seconds, you see him looking up at the at the clock, and he's like, oh, man, you know, what I just do? And he burnt himself out. He's got to be careful if he fights. Like we're, we yeah. were talking a great segue right yeah. now into the division. We were talking about Javante Davis of the world, uh, Lomachenko, Tia Fimo Lopez. Very dangerous fight with Tia yeah. right now. I think he's not ready, Garcia. Yeah. I think he could hang with Davis. Um I think it would be interesting. Davis fights him very differently. Yeah. Davis also has more tools. And then if you look at Devin Haney, Devin Haney has a lot of tools. Yeah, but he doesn't knock I, guys I, out. I think
1: I, I think uh, Garcia is ready for any of these guys, um, but to uh, increase his chances of winning, I think he needs he needs a couple. You know, not necessarily like easy fights, but he really needs to go some more rounds. Get I, mean, I saw a lot of vulnerability there. I mean. That body shot knockout, I mean, pretty much came out of nowhere, but I kind of saw that uh, throughout the fight. That was the fight, or not the fight, but that was the punch that I saw that he was landing mm-hmm. that I saw the whole time was having the most effect. Oh, yeah. it wasn't really landing a whole lot of headshots. They, I mean, they, they looked good. You know, the uh, the commentators were kind of ooing and awing at the punches that he was throwing, but most of those were caught on the gloves. Because uh, Campbell's hands were high. His defense was good up top. But there was a lot of vulnerabilities. And I I think as the rounds went on, I think Garcia kind of saw that, you know, that's where I'm actually, you know, landing clean. And he kept going there. So it showed as the fight was going on that he was actually, like, seeing, you know, um, things in the fight, like, where he was effective. And he kept going there. Mm -hmm. And... I wouldn't say his defense was getting a whole lot better, but he was placing his shots a little bit better. And he wasn't obviously going as – throwing as many, like, lazy combinations. I saw him throwing punches that were a little bit sloppy to me. And, um, I mean, it was a case of he had power, he had good tools, and he landed the right punch at the right time. But I definitely think there's a lot of work that needs to be done.
0: Oh, a ton of work. And real quick to, to, you know – Put a point on what you were saying is that with Campbell being that he is southpaw, his livers up front, and that's ultimately what took him out. Yeah, He got hit with a, a nice, beautiful left hook, and it's a gamble like we spoke about when we were watching the fight is that, you know, uh, Campbell could go for his, you know, nice shot, be from that southpaw stance to a, a right hook to the head or give up, you know, his liver. In, in Campbell's case, what he did was he was bringing his elbow way too high for whatever reason, and he was trying to catch, like, you know, Garcia doing these, like, little pit-pat jabs, yeah. and the speed will make you do weird shit with your reflexes, and he started doing this, and to Garcia's credit, Garcia went in and yeah. saw that, and he, yeah. he took full advantage of that opportunity, and we we knew right away, like, when you see it, is that he's not, you know, Campbell's on both knees, both uh, gloves are on the mat, he's having a significant time breathing. Yeah. And that will take your soul away. But, you know, good for him. Good fight. Uh, You know, as far as what we got for Garcia ahead, I mean, you know, the future is really bright for him. He's going to sell a lot of tickets. I mean, you saw it tonight. He sold a lot of tickets during friggin' quarantine, you know, and uh, all this shit that's going on in the world. Put 6,000 asses in that arena, and he probably would have had it at capacity if they were able to do capacity. The crowd was rabid. They just love this kid. And I think it's great for boxing. Um, you know the the fight. Now we gotta talk about networks and all that kind of shit, promotional divides, all that. What do you think is the fight that we get most likely for Ryan Garcia next? That is a big name.
1: I mean, the the most logical opponent is uh, Devin Haney. They're both with, both with the zone. That's right. Um, unfortunately, the way that boxing is nowadays, it's um, it almost seems. To get two guys who are under the same umbrella in the ring together, uh, it's it's very difficult. I mean, I, I think uh, Top Rank has been a little bit better with that. Um, we've seen guys like Demetrius Andrade, um, guys like Billy Joe Saunders, guys like Canelo. Uh, none of those guys have fought each other. They've been under the same umbrella for almost two years now, I believe.
0: Th- that's what we need more in boxing. Like you. So you I about, I think. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean who who knows. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the bottom line is that's the easiest fight to make. I mean, Tank Davis is with PBC, uh Teofimo Lopez is with Top Rank. So I don't mm-hmm. see those fights happening Network right away. Network promotional divides. So yeah. um, Devin Haney, I mean, he's not he's not a household name, so he doesn't he doesn't call any shots here. And so, he's
0: he's a big risk, I think that he's outside of Teofimo Lopez the most potential dangerous opponent for Ryan Garcia at this stage because he has so many skills and tools.
1: As far as Ryan Garcia goes,
0: besides Haney, I mean, who else is he going to fight? It's got to be Haney. That's what I'm thinking. And we're talking about networks, so I want to chime in on commentating. Tonight, the <laughs> zone. Yo, they gotta chill. The zone has to chill. I mean, we all know Ryan Garcia. Sometimes you don't have to sell someone, someone could sell themselves, right? It's not that nobody does. It. People know who Ryan Garcia is. My 11 year old stepdaughter, who watches boxing, kind of, she's like, Ryan Garcia is fighting today. People know who this guy yeah. is. Like, so for them to be on the mic, and oh my God, I, I, I got a name drop. My girl, Rachel Charles. Sheer Management, she put it out there on Twitter. She's like, we need to stop the commentating wank fest. First yeah. of all, amazing, amazing term. I'd never heard of a wank fest before. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was so clever, and I'm like, yes, I'm not the only one. I respect all these people that do it. It's not an easy gig, Kev. Yeah. We've been in this game a long time to you know, get job opportunities, whatever. But, man, sometimes they push that narrative, and they jam it right, bang, in your ear hole, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of um, there's so trying
1: so hard to build this kid to be uh, a big star, and I mean, I get so tired of hearing about how many social media
0: followers he has. And what's you have, which, which 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 is I'm gonna great. make you more tired about it right now. I'm gonna tell you exactly how many he's got. Let's see. What he's got probably has two, three
1: million. I don't know.
0: Let's see. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's he's doing. He's cleaning let's up. Let's see on how there. many social media followers he has. All right. Let's pull up uh, King Rye, Right. That's his name, King Rai. Yeah. Seven point mm. nine million yeah. followers. But I don't. I don't know if that necessarily translates
1: to um, po- boxing popularity. I, I just. I don't know. Well, the, it, this
0: is why the, the, a lot of people in boxing, like the hardcores, have a hard time with him. You know what I mean? Is that because of The following and the glitz and glamour. He's already a celebrity before he's really a top pound-for-pound guy. But, like I was saying before about the point with Ali and, like, De La Hoya and Sugar Ray, he's doing it in the modern-day era where it's a crossover. For Ali, you know, he was very political and outspoken and good for him. I
1: mean, make make a a long story short. Um, I think tonight, regardless of how many uh, social media followers he Mm -hmm. has or how many videos he puts out there he showed that he's a real professional prize
0: that's driver. where i was going with so, this so so yep.
1: i so i think um they kind of do the guy a little bit of a disservice when they're kind of blowing smoke up his ass all night long right and, and, they're taking the credibility and, away yeah so i think um but obviously you know this is a business so um and the zone needs to sell because they, they need they definitely need to sell this guy because i mean <laughs> i'm telling you
0: they were shitting their pants around this, in round this two, guy brothers. yeah they were shitting their pants around this guy two. is
1: pretty much the um, the, the future the future of, <laughs> of golden golden boy promotions exactly and um, i don't know which big fighters that matchroom has mm-hmm. uh, and then there's uh, Gennady golovkin is on the zone he's i mean he's pretty much like on his way out yeah, a lot he's an older fighter like, yeah, so they're, they're fading on they're him pretty much banking on this guy right to be a superstar but i mean if you need a guy to bank on in boxing If you need a guy to bank on to be a superstar, all right, Garcia's the guy.
0: Oh, he's the guy. Totally, totally. He's the guy. But but to build a whole network, like DAZN has shown this before with Canelo. You know, like they spent all that money on Canelo, and then Canelo's kind of like, he still fought there in his last fight, but he's kind of like, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I want out of this contract. Like they essentially built their whole network off him, and they were kind of doing that with Garcia right now. So yeah. he's the right guy to do it with. Yeah. You know, but they have to be very, very careful. And uh, the thing is, too, what I was saying about like Ali, and you look at Sugar Ray Leonard, he was doing seven up commercials, right? Back in the day, made him famous, made him even yeah. a household name. Everyone knew who Sugar Ray Leonard
1: we're, was. We're dealing with a, a very Cross-over. different type of um, world, world and generation yep. now where somebody could sit there in their house in front of their computer and probably um, talk about the dumbest things you ever heard in your life. Yeah. And make a fortune. Not mind you, mm-hmm. you have like five or six billion people talking about complete crap. So you, you got to compete. I hear the
0: dumbest people. shit. You know, so, I, I love my stepdaughter to death. And sometimes I watch and my niece, too, who's 14, going to be 15 soon. And I see them watching stuff and listening to stuff on YouTube of video gamers. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? What what is that? Yeah. You know, but think about like if, if Ali was in this error, he'd be on social media. He'd be putting his voice out there. Sugar Ray, you know, we see what Mayweather did. These are crossover guys like Oscar De La Hoya. But the difference is nowadays, information and media is so available. It's readily available. Everyone knows everybody's move. A guy like Ryan Garcia, he'll be out there, you know, hitting the mitts. And people are like, oh, how would you do that in a ring? Like, it's really cute for the internet, you know, but... It's, it's all positive, I think, for the sport of boxing. Like, yeah. I, I don't think Ryan Garcia is the best fighter on the planet, not even close. Is he flawed like we talked about? Yeah. Big-time flaws. Yeah. He doesn't move his legs. There's three components to defense, and he doesn't do any yeah. of them. So like, so, so, so,
1: just, so just to close out here, uh, John, the flaws of Garcia is actually the things that I think are going to possibly make, make him intrigue. make yep. him a superstar. Yep, absolutely. Because... uh People people don't want to, I mean, I guess in the sense of like Floyd Mayweather, you know, he was so great, but he could sell his fights, but that's not necessarily what people want to see. No. So when people were buying Floyd Mayweather's fights, people in this world that we live in, they're always looking to tear people down. Yes. So <laughs> Floyd Mayweather was like the object of perfection. So people were paying for his fights to kind of see him fall from grace, yeah. Gar- Garcia is a little bit different. People will probably want to see him fall from grace also, but he is actually seems to be a pretty exciting type of fighter. So maybe if he loses a couple of times and he yeah. always puts on good fights, we might get another Arturo Gatti. I mean, is there that, you go. Is hey. that
0: is that what? Is it is that even, is, is that possible? Coming from New Jersey, dude, like I'm telling you right now, that guy was a sensation, Arturo Gatti, and you always want to see him fight cuz you always knew you're going to get something. And he just had something. He had the it factor. And if you look at a lot of things that go on, like what you were mentioning right there with Garcia moving forward with his career yeah. is that he's exciting. It's entertainment. Yeah. And he's likable. People are always going to root for yeah. him. You know, people want to see um
1: the part of boxing is people want to see like the the vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. in, um, excitement in in human nature. Period. Right. You know that's that's kind of what social well, media. That, is that, about, That's what know. makes
0: him exciting. You mentioned Arturo Gatti. Sometimes he, that, he, he that, that really is, well, but he's vulnerable.
1: That is, and just to close here, the the appeal of social media, in general, is uh, seeing somebody on a bicycle riding down the street and they trip and they fall on their face. And everyone loves it. You got yeah fifty
0: million. Or views. you know um... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: You're driving in, you know, you're driving in ice, and you slid off the side of the road, and you, you fell in the ditch. Yeah, that, that's kind of. Um,
0: no, you're right. Yeah, and I I want to leave it with this too. You were talking about vulnerability. Is like I was mentioning before, three components of defense: leg movement, head movement, yes, and blocking, and not pulling your guard down. Garcia fails at these things. These are major, major codes of yeah. conduct for a boxer. Yeah. You got to do one. If you can't do all three, you cannot do any of them. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't block, but there are really bad tendencies. And we talked yeah. about fighters that are of uh, better cut from d- different. Cl- I'm not, no disrespect to Lou Campbell, but there are guys out there that are major names yeah. like Teofimo Lopez. He'll have a field day with that. You know, he, cause, and he, he's also a finisher. Probably yeah. the best finisher yeah. in boxing. A guy, next a guy with uh,
1: better eyes, better reflexes is going to pick up on those deficiencies. He's going to make him and pay.
0: make him pay. So, Happy
1: New Year. We're back. Happy New we'll, Year. We'll see you next time, all right? Poof!